There is an epidemic of suicide within the military. We all know the statistics. 22 a day on average. There are viral trends to do push-ups, fancy t-shirts, to raise awareness. But still, my friends are dying. This podcast is for those who are struggling. For those hurting and for those who don't feel like they have a voice. While my background and focus is the military, everyone needs a space to decompress. So if you haven't served, this podcast is for you too. My goal is to bring actionable advice that leads to growth. Welcome to the Diver Initiative. We are back at it again with... The White Vans. This is the Diver Initiative. I'm Steve. This is the podcast that I do and that you listen to. And for that, we thank you. I gave a salute to an audio medium. Crazy, right? It's a little weird. <laughs> and now I have to describe it because this is something that you listen to with your ear holes, not watch with your eyes. So cool. Very cool. Still learning how to podcast. Seven episodes in. Let's let's get this bread. Um, We've been going through a book called The Knight in Rusty Armor by Robert Fisher. This is going to be part three. Um, And we're just going to pick up where we left off. This is going to be a short one. um, Just because it's pretty jam-packed with nuggets of wisdom. So, um, when we left off, the knight was adventuring down the path of truth, and Merlin had said, you know, the knight's feeling kind of bummed out, because he, he's like, man, I don't even know why I'm trying to get this armor off of me, my wife and my kid aren't really even going to care, and Merlin says, do it for yourself, being trapped in all that steel has caused you much difficulty, and things will only get worse as time goes on. You could even catch, you could even die by catching pneumonia from a soggy beard. Um, so that's literally the sentence that we left off at, and we're going to continue on below. The knight reflected on the magician's words. I suppose my armor has become a nuisance. I'm tired of lugging it around, and I'm fed up with eating mushy food. Come to think of it, I can't even scratch my back when it itches. And how long has it been since you have felt the warmth of a kiss, smelled the sweet fragrance of a flower, or or heard a beautiful melody without your armor getting in the way? I can hardly remember, the knight muttered. You're right, Merlin. I have to get this armor off for myself. You cannot keep living and thinking as you have in the past. That is how you got stuck in your steel prison in the first place. But how am I going to change all that? It's not as difficult as it may seem, Merlin explained. He helped the knight stand up, then led him to a path. This was the path he followed to get into these woods. I didn't follow any path. I was lost for months. People are often unaware of the path they are on, stated Merlin. You mean this path was here, but I couldn't see it? Yes, and you can go back that way if you want to, but it leads to dishonesty, greed, Hatred, jealousy, fear, 
and ignorance. The knight was indignant. Are you saying that I'm all those things? At times, you are some of those things, Merlin replied. He pointed to another path. It was narrower and very steep. That looks like a tough climb, observed the knight. Merlin nodded in agreement. That, he said, is the path of truth. It grows steeper as it approaches the summit of a mountain far in the distance. The knight looked at the trail without enthusiasm. I'm not sure it's worth it. What will I have when I get to the top? It is what you won't have, corrected Merlin. Your armor. So, um, a lot to unpack there. There's there's a lot... Um, There's a lot in there, which is why I love this little book, and I've encouraged you to get it three times. This will be the third time. Go get this book, because um, it's really short. But as you can see, like this is episode. This is part three of the book, and we're only on page twenty-five of. Let's see here, seventy-four. Right, so twenty-five pages of seventy-four. Right, about, I don't know, six, about an hour, right? 20 minutes each episode, about an hour of, of discussion about this book. And we're only on page 25. So it's a very, it's a very good short read, but it's very dense and it's very powerful. Uh, and there's a lot of lessons. So we, we've said before, that the, the the armor that the knight is wearing can have multiple layers of metaphor, right? Um, we can take it as the metaphor for the, you know, actual battle rattle that we put on as um, soldiers or Marines, um, people in the military, right? You put on your uniform, maybe if you're in garrison. And this is the image that you're projecting to the world. I'm a strong, capable Marine, sailor, soldier, airman, Coast Guard, whatever. Um, <laughs> Space Force, that's pretty cool, right? Um, the idea that this image that you're projecting, whether it's some like something of military prowess or... If you're a civilian, something of like, this is what I want people to think that I'm like, right? I'm going to put this image out there of saying, this is what I'm like, because that's really what I want to be. I'm not all those things. I'm not always going to be smart and strong and capable and daring and, and what have you, but I'm going to pretend like I am for the sake of my own ego. And so we put this image out there right and we tend to get trapped in that perceived self right because that's not the true self it's this it's this image that we've been living behind that's a lie and when we identify that that's what, right the, that's the first step in understanding how to remove yourself from this perceived armor right from this this thing that you've put out into the world that is your that is your projected image that is meant to protect your ego. The first step is acknowledging that it's there, right? So you acknowledge that it's there. All right, excellent. 
and that's kind of this on the path of truth here in the book right this is the first the first steps walking towards this giant mountaintop that's steep and narrow right that's like a there's there's a lot of uh, biblical allegory there right if you're a christian right there's there's two paths jesus talks about um you know one is the path i think it's actually called the path of truth or the path that leads to life um and there are a few that find it it's a very narrow path but the the path to destruction is wide and it's you know just just a highway to hell literally um and jesus and and the great the great prophet uh robert plant said that there are two paths that you can go down right or go by but in the long run there's still time to change the road you're on um he's a great philosopher the idea is that you have the choice you can stay in the same patterns and like i'll be honest i'm guilty of it like i tend to sometimes getting my getting my feelings and say like well i i'm never gonna be able to get out of this like this is just the way that i am it's the way it's gonna be this thought pattern that I'm dealing with is too old and therefore I'm stuck here forever. I am. And that's just how I feel. And so it's just a feedback loop that you can get stuck in, but there is a, there is another path. And if you acknowledge that there's another path and you accept that you have the ability to change the direction of your life, and I'm not going to, to accept that this is my current state of affairs. I'm not going to accept that this is my current mental state. I'm not going to accept that this is what I'm currently dealing. I don't want to struggle under this load forever. Giggity. When you start to accept that, that's the first step in taking off this armor. All right. And so Merlin's reminder, you have to get it off for yourself, right? Do it for yourself. And the knight's like, you know what, bro, you're right. I do have to do this for myself. I, I can't I can't do it for anybody else. Because if you do it for anybody else, you're still putting out a, perce a perceived version, right? Because you're, you're putting out now, the perceived version is, hey, I have my armor off. And it's still there to prevent your ego from getting damaged and prevent that true self from shining forth. Um, so the knight's like, yeah, man, I'm on board. We're going to get this armor off for myself. Merlin's like, brother, there's this path of truth that you can walk down. And it's steep and really shitty, but you can go down it. And the knight's like real bummed out. But he gets that promise that at the end of it, the end of going down this, this path of struggling a little bit, he's going to have what he is truly desiring, which is freedom, right? And the lesson there is very simply put, the struggle will always produce freedom. The struggle is like like Jocko Willing says, discipline equals freedom. That's that's his whole moniker, right? The the idea if you subject yourself, if you if you if you bring yourself under discipline and say, like, this is the path that we're gonna walk, and I don't give a fuck, this is what we're doing, that will lead to true freedom. However, if you go down the path of least resistance, and cake and cookies and pie and, and sunshine and rainbows and butterflies. It's all well and good. And it might make you feel good for a little bit. 
but in the end that's you're you become enslaved to those things um so let's get back to the book the knight says okay i'll try the path of truth merlin smiled slightly your decision to travel an unknown trail while encumbered with heavy armor takes great courage the knight knew he had better start right away before he changed his mind i'll get my trusty horse oh no merlin said shaking his head the path has areas too narrow for a horse to pass you will have to go on foot aghast the knight plunked himself down on a rock with a clang i think i'd rather die of pneumonia from a soggy beard he said his courage waning rapidly you will not have to travel alone merlin told him squirrel will accompany you what did you expect me to do ride squirrel back asked the knight dreading the thought of making the arduous journey with a smart talking squirrel with a smart talking squirrel you might not be able to ride me said squirrel giggity but you'll need me to help you eat who else is going to chew nuts for you giggity and push them through your visor rebecca flew over from the nearby tree that was the uh the pigeon remember and landed on the knight's shoulder i'll go with you too i've been on the top i've been to the top of the mountain and i know the way the willingness of the two animals helped restore the knight's courage well isn't this something he thought one of the top knights in the kingdom getting encouragement from a squirrel and a bird he struggled to his feet signaling to merlin that he was ready to begin his journey as they walked towards the path of truth, the magician took an exquisite golden key from his neck and gave it to the knight. This key will open the doors to three castles that will block your path. I know, the knight interrupted. There will be a princess inside each castle, and I'll slay the dragon guarding her and rescue... Enough, Merlin said sternly. There will be no princesses of... in any of these castles. Even if there were, you are in no shape to be rescuing anyone. You must learn to save yourself first reprimanded the knight grew quiet while merlin continued the first castle is named silence the second knowledge and the third will and daring once you enter each of them you will find your way out only after you have learned what you are there to learn and so uh, we're gonna actually that's gonna be where we leave off because uh, i think that that's just jam-packed with nuggets of wisdom so the knight resolves his spirit i'm gonna try this path of truth and he's like i'm gonna default back to ways of doing things that i've done them before right i'm gonna default back to getting my horse and riding on an adventure and merlin's like no you can't you can't go through the path, the new path, with the old methods. And then it's like, well, now I'm upset, right? And that's sometimes true. Sometimes you're going to have to approach things with a new, fresh outlook, right? And that's the song and dance of the infantryman. This is song and dance of the, the anybody in the military, right? Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Because there's going to be obstacles that you didn't foresee, there's going to be things that come up that you didn't know about that spring up and that shock the hell out of you. And if you do things the old way, 
it, uh, you know, if you're on the battlefield, it could get you killed. You might have to adapt to that new situation and not be so rigid. Um, and so it's the same thing now with this new path. The knight has to get rid of the old way of doing things and transition into a newer way of operating. And so he gets the help from animals and he says this, and I think this is pretty powerful, right? One of the top knights in the kingdom getting encouragement from a squirrel and a bird. And I've been there. I don't know if you have, but I've I've been to that place where I'm like, I'm a I'm a I'm not like a tier one, you know, door kicker or anything, but like I was a good infantryman, I would like to think. I mean, maybe not as good as I could have been, which is like, you know, that's fair. But I was good at my job. And you get so used to this this way of thinking where it's like, I don't need anybody. I'm self-reliant. I'm resilient. Like, I can handle my job, the, guy, the job of the guy above me, and the job of the guy above him. I can do that. Like, I'm, 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 I'm ready to rock and roll. And then you hit a snare, right? Or, or a snag, excuse me. You hit a snag, right? Or, or, or a roadblock mentally or literally or emotionally, whatever it is. You encounter something that's like, boom, I don't know what to do. And sometimes advice comes from things that you're like, you know, sometimes people have given me advice and I look at them and I'm like, why did it have to come from you? Like, why you? You know, I don't know if you ever feel that way, but I certainly have. Because it's just like, out of all the people in the world, this schlub has to tell me advice and have it be like good advice, right? And and of course, that's just your ego flaring and saying, hey, man, you're really better than this guy. Like, why are you listening to him? And you're like, yeah, because he's right at the end of the day. And you need to kind of subordinate your ego a little bit like suppress that ego and say like you know what you've had the limelight for long enough ego how about you just relax and take the advice from whoever it is take the support from whoever it is whether it be a squirrel and a bird or what have you fill in the blank um, and then we're going to wrap it up with this. Again, the old way of thinking. The knight says, I know there will be a princess inside each castle and I'll slay the dragon, right? So he's he's like pumped, ready to go on this crusade through these castles that Merlin is talking about. But he's not thinking about the castles as they're going to be. He's thinking about them based on previous experiences. And he's bringing those experiences with him and like, I'm going to do this boom i'm gonna go out and kill that dragon and save that princess and merlin's like no you can't save people if you don't know how to save yourself you can't love people right and this is the whole thing you can't save people if you can't save yourself you can't love people if you can't love yourself you can't trust people if you can't trust yourself you can't blank people giggity if you can't blank yourself giggity now i'm gonna say that again genuinely because it's it's true you can't whatever you would like to do to other people save them help them trust them love them you have to first nurture those things within yourself otherwise it won't work otherwise again 
you're putting on a different set of armor, a different color of armor. It's just the same type of philosophy, the same principle of projecting this thing out into the world that's not real. And so if you don't do that, you know, if you if you allow those things to come to you without those preconceived notions and you allow yourself to be the source of love and trust and comfort if you allow that you know loving yourself has to come from you because people will let you down unfortunately it doesn't matter who it is everyone will let you down eventually given long enough they're going to let you down and so if you vest your need for love into other people it will never work you will never be satisfied because that love has to come from you um and so i think like i said this book is just so good it's very rich very deep um i highly encourage everyone to check it out if you can um so that's going to wrap it up we'll We'll end it there. We'll cue up the exit music as we always do because this is the part of the show where we do the ads. Not the ads. Nope. Wrong. It's the part of the show where we uh, do the promotion for the show. And we do that promotion by saying thank you first. I really am just, I'm blown away every time I release an episode, the amount of people reaching out and touching base and giving great feedback. It's incredible. So first, thank you. Um, and if you want to thank me, you can. You can do that. Um, because this podcast is now eligible for monetization. Um, I'm going to sell out soon. Get some ads, unfortunately. Sorry. But I got to get my bag. And one of those ways of getting my bag is you can support the show financially if you'd like. You can, you can make a little donation if you want. But I understand not everyone has the money to support me with money so if you can't support me with money you can support me in other ways you could you know share the show tell a friend buy a billboard actually if you're gonna buy the billboard just <laughs> give me the money that you would have spent on that billboard and we'll call it squares um no but in all seriousness share the show tell your friends um if you'd like to come on the show I, I'm, I'm getting the equipment together. I got it. I'm setting it up. It's it's here so I can start having guests on a lot easier. So if you want to come on the show, you can go on Instagram and drop me a link. And we can, not a link, a DM. I am so old. I am just so old. I subscribe to AARP and my hair is falling out because I'm old. And I say things like links instead of DMs. But <laughs> I'll never say clips when referring to a magazine because I'm not a Democrat. And I know what I'm talking about when it comes to firearms. Just here's a just you know what? Honestly, we're gonna take the last little bit. Here's a quick PSA. If you're trying to ban something, you should probably know what you're talking about. Because otherwise, you look silly. Just don't don't be silly. If you're trying to do like, hey, let's get rid of this, 
maybe know what this is. Know what that's about. Know how that works. Because otherwise, you kind of just look like, hey, we're real afraid of these monsters under the bed, but we don't know what they look like, but we gotta get rid of them. And then it makes me, like, not want to help you out, man. I don't know. Anyhow, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, those of you that subscribe. If you don't do that, do that. Um, and please keep telling your friends. Please keep listening. And, uh... We'll friggin' we'll be back next week. Actually, we'll be back next week with another interview. So let's fucking get it, man. Appreciate you. Love you. I'm out.